Hello, Lady Heather here, driving home again. Got the nice background noise for you. You know, I just figured I could either call a friend, which my friends are going to hate me for not calling them, or I could just do a brain dump here because I honestly I don't want anybody's opinion. I just want to talk about how I'm feeling. So, leaving work now, going to a nail appointment. Very excited about that. Manicure, pedicure, not manicure. Uh, you know, refill, shellac, the whole nine yards. Um, but what I, what's on my mind, what's on my heart is change and fear. And um, our, our company, uh, I guess I should preface this a little bit by saying what we do. Our company, we are Blue Lion Salon Studios. And um, so we lease suites to beauty professionals. So it's kind of like executive suites for hairstylists and um, facialists and lash specialists. It's people that want to own their own business, but they don't want to have a storefront. We provide a gorgeous experience for them and their guests. So we take let's our our, our salon sizes or our, our spaces range usually from eight to ten thousand square feet. Um, we start we've started testing out a smaller model now around four thousand square feet, um, but some of some of our spaces go up to eleven thousand square feet, and we subdivide them into leases and we or into suites and we furnish them for beauty professionals and we lease them out and so that's that's what we do in a nutshell and right now we have six locations about to open hell i could be wrong oh my gosh we have a bunch (laughs) we have six locations i believe we're about to open our seventh it's really sad but i i'm driving so i'm not going to count on my fingers how many we have and we have another nine in the pipeline that are somewhere in designer in the designer construction phase so we've got a lot going on so that's that's stressful enough as it is so you know what we do is kind of twofold um so we run businesses which is one part of what we do well there's so many aspects of what we do but one part of what we do of course is running a business and the other part is actually building a company and that's all the support all the everything that goes into the the behind the scenes of a company that makes things run making every single little decision on how to do things why we do things why we don't do things there's all of that and things are because we are growing so fast things are we're having to change a lot Um, one of our core values that we believe in in our company is when you know better you do better so as soon as we find a better or smarter or um, a better way to do things we're going to change and so there's a lot of changes all the time Um, We also do, well, we've done some of the construction on some of the projects. We don't do construction anymore, but we still manage the construction projects. And my husband um, does the design, the architectural design for all of the spaces as well. We pick out all of the finishes. I mean, there's so many parts of it. So part of what we do is project management and development. Part of what we do is um, property management and... The other part of what we do is is run a company where people's where people's bosses are our, our, our team. Um, so as of right now, each um, we each each salon has one. Oh, time's running out. Hold on.
sorry about that cutoff point. Um, so as of right now, we have um, one salon leader per location that, that takes care of the property and takes care of the members at the location. And then we have our, our corporate office team. And um, yeah, so we have, you know, roughly 15 people on our corporate staff that work with us. And then we have, you know, anywhere from... 30 to 60 members at each location who lease from us and so whenever we're making corporate changes um, it's scary it's so scary and I think that all companies kind of feel this way because you border that line on making decisions based out of your core values versus making decisions based out of fear fear of losing your customers fear of upsetting your customers and I think we've you know as a company we've gotten ourselves in a position where we have bent over backwards to try to please everyone so I feel like in a lot of ways we're not really serving anyone because we've kept bending and bending and bending and so now you know now that now that we realize that we've gotten ourselves into this position it's time to really make some changes and that's scary it's really really scary to make the decision to decide inadvertently not to serve someone because we're not willing to go against what's best for our company that's really really scary so do we risk our occupancy rate going down because we're making a decision that's best for our company. It feels wrong and it feels scary, but the worst thing you can do is make a decision based out of fear. At least if you're making a decision based on your values and what's best for you and for your company, you can lay your head down at night. You know, when you're making decisions based out of fear, there's no peace. Uh, it doesn't make it easy, but there just is no peace. And there's about to be more positive change really 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 good change for the company but um, and and for our members but I I already know that it's gonna get uncomfortable for a little while and we probably are going to lose some members and I hate that but at the same time I think if the people who were not truly meant to serve are no longer there and the people that are left are truly who want to be there and who's who who aligns with what we're meant to do I think everything is going to get better but it's just it's so scary you know I'm looking I'm sitting in our corporate office and we've expanded our corporate office so construction is still going on it's we expanded from I think a little over 2,000 square feet now to over 4,000 square feet. So like I said, it's still kind of a construction zone and I'm sitting there having a discussion in an open in an open room looking at everything and everyone and thinking this is so fucking scary making these decisions. We have so much writing on our operational decisions, Every it, everything. All of my people, all of our team, everything that we do depends on Steven and I making the right decision and it's just really 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 scary sometimes and really heavy and yeah I guess I just wanted to get all you know just get that off my chest you know you've heard the expression it's lonely at the top 
and as cliche as that sounds it really is because people don't understand they shouldn't understand and they never will understand the decisions that you have to make and sometimes I just want to explain to people you know if if members aren't happy with the decisions that the company is making everybody has something to say so many people don't like Steven and I I think because the company has changed so much I mean imagine five years ago we opened one location I was a hairstylist I leased a space from that location I did not actively work for our company. Steven still had a full-time job. We had a property manager there and I leased a space there and I didn't know how to... I Listen, this is how terrible I was at um, confrontation. So if the bathroom needed toilet paper, instead of going into the manager's office and asking the manager to check on the restrooms, I would go back to my suite. I would text Steven to call the manager or text the manager and tell her that the bathrooms needed to be tended to. I mean... That's how bad I was. I, I you know, as, as a hairstylist and that being my background, I, I knew how to make people like me, but I did not know how to command respect. And I didn't feel comfortable commanding respect. Now, fast forward years later, I'm now I know how to command respect. And it's, gosh, it's just, a, it was a long, painful process to get where I am. I still want people to like me. And, um, but, I know how to command respect when I walk into a room, um, so that helps a lot. Um, but so we had one location, you know, we had our Christmas party at Bennigan's for the location where we bought appetizers, bought everybody drinks, and I handmade uh, cupcakes, mini cupcakes. It was the Blue Lion Hawaiian party because I didn't want to call it Christmas party because I was too scared to offend somebody. Um, and our members loved it and they loved us and it was great and everybody knew Steven and I and then over time you know I decided well we were having our first baby and about to open our second location and I decided that for the health of our family I something had to give it's so funny looking back on it we just felt like this is just too much something has to give we both can't work and then open this other location so I decided I was going to retire from doing hair I would stay at home with Tori um, and then I would help out with the business some and uh, so at our first location I, I backed away from there I had my baby took time off but I, I would still go visit the salon a lot and the second location opened up and we were still super personally involved in that location and now fast forward five years later we've got this big team we've got layers before you reach Steven and I the members there's people that can handle their problems it's not Steven and I anymore. And so I think that they feel like we've just gotten too big for our britches and we don't care about them anymore. But this is, this is what happens when you build a company. This is the natural way of things. We still are a mom and pop shop. We've just got a really big freaking team. And we have a structure now. But I think some people don't like that. Some people don't like that uh, I'm not at the salons anymore. And... Um, yeah, things just continue to change. But when, when we know better, we're going to do better. And so there will always be change.
it's just so easy to criticize from the outside looking in. I mean, think about sports teams or politics. And from the outside looking in, with what limited knowledge we have, we think they should have done something different. How could they make such a stupid mistake in football or basketball or being the president of the United States? How could they do something so stupid? It's so obviously clear they should have done this. When we are only seeing one tiny sliver of what went into making the decision that they had to make. You know, I used to work for a company, Visible Changes, um, and as a hairstylist, that's where I started right out of high school. Um, I was 18 when I started there, and they raised me. And it is so shameful the way that I and everybody else would gossip and make assumptions about the owners of that company. And that still goes on to this day. And now, being in the position that I'm at, I what a what a dick move it is, but it's so natural because you don't know what you don't know. But to, to criticize, you know, we would, you know, us, me and the other styles would criticize the decisions that were being made within the company and how stupid it was and how stupid new rules were and new dress code and whatever. What the, what the hell did I know about any of that? Nothing. And how dare I speak poorly of the people who are writing me bonus checks and sending me on trips. But I was so ignorant. And I, I had no other way of knowing. You don't know until you know. And so there are going to be so many people, like now looking, you know, looking at uh, the owners of that company, I look back and I'm, I, I respect every decision that they made because I respect them as people. And I know that they have, and that the, the owners now, it's the, the son and daughter that are running that company. I know no matter how much bullshit people on the outside are talking about them. And even if I can look and say, wow, I wouldn't do that if I were them, I I know that they're doing the best that they can do with what they have because that's what we are all doing. So, but I only see that now because I'm in this position, you know? Um, yeah. So there's going to be so many people who will continue to have, have shitty things to say about me and Steven. I don't even know how it went down this path, my conversation with you now, but I'm never going to be able to please everybody. And even if I have this deep yearning when I make when 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 a leader of a company makes a really really good decision for the company and for everyone and it doesn't go over well I just want to stand up and scream everything that went into this decision but I can't because nobody will understand they're not meant to so I need to shut the fuck up and get over myself because this is what I signed up for I'm not meant for everybody to like me. I'm meant to be true to what the, the reason for my company existing is, and I need to be true to my team, and that's it. That is the only responsibility that I have. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up, and I'm gonna get my nails done, and I'm gonna get my toes done, and if they serve wine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for a nice glass of white wine. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed my little, that wasn't a brain dump, that was a heart dump. So, hope I didn't depress you, but this is what it is, right? <laughs>